Hey there, and welcome to today's interview. I'm really excited to have Cameron Crawford from Next Step Senior Placement. And um, we don't normally always think about uh, the senior industry. So I'm really excited because she has built out a really interesting community in this specialty industry, and I can't wait to share it with you. So Cameron, thanks so much for being on the show. Of course. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. So tell us a little bit. I don't, I don't even think people realize that there is a job for what you do and how you help people, but tell us a little bit about the senior placement work that you do. Okay. And um, at first you're absolutely right. When I told my dad, I wanted to start this company, he said, I don't think that's a job. And I'm like, no, I promise it's a job. And um, so anyway, it, I got into this because um, my mom was diagnosed with Alzheimer's about 12 years ago. Um, she was only 65 when she was diagnosed. And so I was much younger than most of my friends mm -hmm. um, who no, no one else was dealing with this at the time. And I was all of a sudden thrown into this world where I was trying to learn about memory care and dementia and doctor appointments and med management. And um, I just kept thinking, I wish that I had someone that knew more than I did that I could ask questions to. Mm. Um, so when I started to go tour around at different um, communities um, for memory care, I thought, you know, all of the salespeople are really, really nice. They're so nice. All the places are really lovely now. They don't look like traditional nursing homes. Um, sure. But I just had no idea what was going on behind the scenes. Mm. Um, the first thing I did was I called an online company um, that advertises a lot and asked them and the guy gave me the name of a place that I knew had a bad reputation that was close to my house, but I knew the reputation wasn't good. And so I, I was like, well, why, why are you referring me to them? And he said, well, I don't know anything about their care. I just have their <laughs> name. And I thought, well, that is a horrible business model. Um, and, uh, and I just, it made me just kind of wonder what's going on. So sure. what I did is, um, I have about over 200 contracts with different um, assisted living and memory care and residential care homes in the Denver and Colorado Springs area. And um, when I provide a free service to families, so a family will come to me and I'll look at their um, finances, their care needs and their locations. And then I narrow down, you know, from over 400 in com communities in the front range, I narrow that down to three or four that fit their needs the best. Okay. And um, then I set up tours for them. I go on the tours with them. Um, I'm partially a counselor because it's a very emotional um, thing to do. And there's a lot of guilt and a lot of confusion. And um, so I kind of counsel the family through that. And then I point out to them what's important. Um, and then uh, it's a free service to them. So the communities compensate me when someone moves in. Okay, that's great. That's amazing. Yeah. So, um, and, and you really, I, mean, I love that you have this personal story behind why you mm -hmm. got into this. Um, mm -hmm. And I know that you've helped a lot of people. And part of that is, um, you know, some of the work that you and I did initially together, but you've really taken the ball and run with it. 
of um, kind of how you've innovated to get the word out about your fairly new business. And then in talking with you here, you tell me that the last year during COVID, you've actually grown your business within an industry that was largely locked down. Um, mm -hmm. So I'd love to hear, uh, tell, tell me a little bit about the main strategy that you've been using sure. to kind of build the, the buzz around your business. Well, um, the best thing that I've ever done with my business is hire you <laughs> <laughs> to consult with me. And um, I think I went to you to get some feedback on my website, um, and maybe my brochure or something. And, um, and, uh, so hiring a social media person, you know, uh, you came back with, you know, three pages of suggestions for me. So you told me how to increase my SEOs, which I'm not even sure what that means, but you're like, <laughs> these words are the keywords for your business. You can do this, you can do that. And then there were three pages of suggestions and, um, the one that really stood out to me was a Facebook group. Yeah. And I was like, tell me more about that. Um, so, and you helped me name it, which has been huge. Um, but I created a Facebook group that's private called the Aging Parent Tribe. Um, it is focused locally, which I love. And, um, and for me, I almost feel, a, you know, yes, I'm running a business, but I have a nonprofit heart and a heart mm -hmm. that wants to care for people and to help families. Yep. Um, and so I, um, I'd always noticed that, you know, I have a Facebook business page, but no one really goes on there except yeah. a few friends. Um, and every once in a while, someone will like something, but it's not dynamic. It's just a landing place for people to find me and my phone number. That's about right. it. Right. Um, and that's a very but, important thing to have, by the way. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you want to <And> have it. <laughs> I, I love, you know, it's important for me to have, but it's not a dynamic thing. Um, what I created was a Facebook group and um, it's caregiver focused. It's not business focused. And it is um, focused on local family caregivers. And it's, for me, it's almost like an empathetic and local marketing mm -hmm. Um because uh, it's a place where other local people have come and can find tips, get education, find resources, um, find connection with other family caregivers. But at the same time, when uh, someone needs a solution with where their mom needs to go or if they need to move their dad somewhere, um, then I have that solution for them also. And uh, so it's created an amazing group where um, the target market for everyone in senior industry is this niche group, especially of women between a certain age mm -hmm. that are caring for their loved ones. Um, and the majority of the members of my group are, are that demographic. Um, but then we, somebody called and said, I, I hear your group does everything from give you great chicken soup recipes to telling you how to apply for Medicaid. And I'm like, that's exactly what it is. We offer suggestions on everything. And, um, and then it's created a huge amount of trust and built really special relationships that feed into um, my business really naturally. 
Yeah. Well, you know, I, I've told Cameron this multiple times here now, and so I'm going to say it here on the record. Um, but it's very rare in my work that when people come to you for strategy and consulting, that they actually take your advice. A lot of times people will dabble with it, but a lot of times they get busy and they fizzle out quickly mm-hmm. or, you know, they, they, they want the consulting advice, but they really don't want to do the work, you know, mm-hmm. but that's all that they can afford, or that's all that they want to throw into it at the moment. So they do the consulting, but Cameron really like you ran with this and mm-hmm. it's been really fun to watch how you mm-hmm. built it up. And being that I live in the same local vicinity. It's been a natural part for me to just be a member and kind of observing as, Mm -hmm. you know, as a member in the group. And, and I don't necessarily have a huge need. Um, I'm not in that caregiver role at the moment, but man, it is fun to watch. Like I was telling my husband a couple weeks ago, it was like a Saturday afternoon. And I just commented, I said, wow, like this group is so cool. Like somebody's giving away a shower chair or like that. The, you know, a set of crutches or like, yeah. you know, different things that people realize, you know, it's kind of specialty items that mm-hmm. only people in the caregiving world might yes. need for their parent. And you just, I just love it. It's, it's, it's kind of become like a combo of like the, you know, local moms group, the buy and sell mm-hmm. group, but it's like also a place I've seen people vent people mm-hmm. who are really frustrated, who have had a hard day. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I I think you've made a really safe space. Um, and yeah, yeah, no. And I, I mean that 100%. Mm -hmm. And I just, I think it's, I just, it, it makes me so glad to see, um, because so often I see the potential that, you know, I know this idea will work. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's been really fun to just watch that you've built it out and, and it's one of the other things that's just really um, just neat about all of this is like you had this strategy too. I remember you took a couple of months after we first talked and you planned this all out and then you launched the group. You already had, I think you told me you had like the whole year, upcoming year's worth of hosts mm-hmm. kind of mapped out. And I thought that was really, really, really strategic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I, I, knew that I would need the most work getting it set up um, in the first two months. And then I also was realistic that for the, probably the first three months, the main voice would be mine right. on the group. But um, my goal was to slowly transition that to uh, my voice would be, is the most dominant and the most common, but then um, for the tribe to be dynamic enough that um you know, other people are starting to post. And I have some members that are, you know, they're caregivers at home. And I, you know, one of the guys, he probably posts three times a day. And he's not a co-host. He's just a super nice guy. I think I know yeah. who you're talking about. <laughs> Everybody does. And I, and that's part of it too, is I kind of see this as I'm a, inviting people into a house or a place that I've created mm-hmm. I'm the host and my job is to make everybody feel really comfortable and really welcomed and let them know that we're glad they're there because a lot of caregivers are isolated at home and um, don't get to leave a lot. And it's hard. It's a hard job that they're doing. So my job is to love on them, welcome them here, and then give them a place for their voices. And so, you know, some of them 
uh, it's, it's their main social outlet and it's been great. And I just appreciate it. Um, and, um, so yeah, so, and then about month three, I noticed that other people started posting and it wasn't just me. And that's when I knew that it was going to be successful. And, uh, my, you know, you can check your rates of engagement right now. There's about 866 local people on it Mm -hmm. and um about 750 of them are active and engaged and so um you know i whether they're liking things or posting questions or whatever it is i it's a very active dynamic group yeah i love that i mean well, and, you know, just historically, as and you referenced this at the beginning, when we were talking about your Facebook business page that, you know, a lot of times people, they, they'll go and will look for your phone number there, mm-hmm. but people don't engage on Facebook business pages mm-hmm. like they do in a group. Mm-hmm. Groups have a safer feel, especially mm-hmm. in today's, uh, you know kind of rude culture on social media where people, Mm -hmm. you know, will just blast you for some comments. So a lot of times those public business pages, I've seen at least people are kind of scared to post a comment Mm -hmm. on a business page, but in a Facebook group, it feels a lot safer Mm -hmm. to do so. Um, And so I I think it's really smart that you've done this. Um, And just the fact that people can find you, they can find your business page, um, but you're not relying on your Facebook business page to, to do all the work, you yeah. know. And I can tell when people have gone to from the group to check my business page, um, and so I I always think that's interesting. It's kind of like a next step um, yeah. before they hire me. But that's I created the group as private because people are sharing really emotional mm-hmm. things, and some things you don't even want your family to know that you're having questions about or wondering about. Um, and so it, it's a very safe place. And I was really nervous around the election about mm-hmm. how things would go. Cause I had seen so many other groups go negative. Yeah. Um, and so we worked really hard to focus on keeping it positive and non-judgmental. Um, one of the biggest, uh, responses I got, I just posted, I don't want your political opinion, but are you going to get the vaccine or are you not going to get the vaccine? And this yeah. is the the group that this is a huge issue for. Yeah. Um, and so there were tons of posts and what and and I kept making in the comments, thank you so much for you know being kind to other people. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for your honest opinion and not judging. And everyone respected that and it went it went well, but it wasn't, it didn't, it, in fact, there's only been one or two times someone's made an ugly comment on it. And so yeah. then I just boot those people off. <laughs> right. Right. Well, so. I love that you had, you incorporated positive reinforcement into, mm-hmm. into the mix, you know, and then, yeah, if people are abusing it, which sadly people will, um, mm-hmm. you know, you just, you have the power, it's your group. You can say goodbye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the other things that I really love about your approach is that you have not relied, granted this, this community is great. Mm -hmm. You have not relied on that to do all the work for you. Mm -hmm. You're still out meeting with people. You're still out connecting Mm -hmm. with your referral partners. 
you're still out doing the work to grow your business. You're mm-hmm. using this group as a tool, but it is not the only piece. You're not assuming that this Facebook group is just going to, you know, you pop it up and it's going to deliver you results. Right. Week. So yeah. I love that you had that realistic approach. Thank you. And, you know, it's funny because I tried another Facebook group for um, professionals and it just failed. Like, <laughs> you know, um, I I thought it would have the same type of momentum and it does not at all. And that's fine. And it's still there and people comment on it every once in a while, but I don't spend any time or energy on it and it didn't work. Um, so, and it's been interesting. I just launched a, um, someone that, uh, is also a placement person in North Denver asked me if they could start a group in their area, uh, that's focused on North Denver. And so I've been walking beside them and coaching them through how to do it. And it's been interesting to look at different voices and what's successful and what's not successful and what, uh, encourages engagement because it's kind of an art, Mm -hmm. um, and I always say, you know, sometimes I'll post something and get zero responses. Um, and you you just kind of have to blow that off and it's not a big deal and realize that people are really busy with their life. Yeah. And their job is not to sit around and like your post. I love um, that. <laughs> yeah. And then sometimes I'll post something and there'll be 60 responses. So um, it's just interesting. So it's interesting watching the new group and Sometimes they'll post something and it totally falls flat um, and then discussing, you know, what could we do better um, at what kind of voice is coming across and um, how you can do a better post in the future. Yeah, I love that. I, I, I love that people are even now coming to you for advice mm-hmm. on how to do this mm-hmm. even better. So it's this idea is not something that is just only applicable for the senior industry. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I've, I, I'm part of groups like this mm-hmm. in other needs and areas of, of my own life. Mm-hmm. And I think um, people can really learn a lot just from hearing how you've built it for your community and apply mm-hmm. it to their own. But if you were to give people some advice on like, hey, these one or two, maybe three things, like what, if, you, if people want a quick win, like, mm-hmm go do these things. These will help you be successful as you're getting your message out, as you're building your brand, as you're getting the word out about your business. Um, Mm -hmm. What would you tell them? Well, I would say figure out what your niche is. Um, So, you know, the senior industry is just a tiny, tiny little niche. Um, Know what your niche is. Know what the needs are for your niche. Um, Know what their hurt is. Um, you know, with senior industry, there's a lot of emotions that go with it. Yeah. Um, be consistent. Um, so I, um, I do two things. I, I schedule out like a month of my post ahead of time. And I, um, I use a social media scheduler to do that. I use, um, Zoho social, Mm um, and that's, uh, just help to post across all the platforms. So I, you know, focus on Facebook, but my Facebook group, but then also goes on my Facebook page. It goes on uh, LinkedIn. It goes to my Google business. Um, and so I, I think that's huge that everybody should be doing that. 
Yeah. So I make one post and then I'm getting a lot of bang for my buck. Um, and so I po I schedule it out. So I have my whole month plans. And um, I also created for me themes that work for each day. So instead of trying to invent something new, yeah. I know that every Monday I'm going to ask how people are doing. Um, and every Tuesday I'm going to give a tip. So I kind of created um, different categories for myself. And then with my um, co-hosts, I created different categories for them for each day so that we balance each other off, you know. Oh, nice. I might post a real emotional category and then they give a tip. And so we're both posting, but um, it complements each other. Um, and then uh, once I have that scheduled, the stress is off of me. I don't have to worry about getting something out on Tuesday. And so then it's easier to come in and be real spontaneous and add something new or add something to it, but I'm not having to scramble for material. I love that. I love those tips. Mm -hmm. So, um, so people obviously might be curious about mm -hmm. your aging parent tribe here after listening yeah. to this, um, <laughs> they can just do a quick search on Facebook for aging parent tribe and it's Denver area, correct? Yes. Okay. And then if they want to find you and your business elsewhere, mm -hmm. they can just look for next step senior placement, correct? Correct. Anywhere else or anything else that people should be looking at to find Cameron Crawford. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah, I'm on LinkedIn. Um, I'm on all the things, but um, my website and my Facebook page, Facebook is where I do the majority of my engagement right now. That's so. great. That's great. I, I have a feeling people are going to be curious to see what this amazing group is all about and get a feel for what, for what you're doing and maybe get some ideas for how they can apply it to their own industry as well. I know I've learned a lot just from engaging with your community and just seeing, I mean, you and I knew each other before online, like we know mm -hmm. each other in real life. Um, mm -hmm. And so it's been really fun to see you bring that relationship on social media and, and see how it's building out in this group. So, um, so thank you so much for kind of sharing some of the behind the scenes of the group and kind of how you've been using it to grow your business and just honestly for your heart behind it and your heart behind your business. I think that's been um, even a bigger treasure to hear. So thank you so much for sharing about all that. Well, and thank you for your coaching. If you liked what you just heard, please hit subscribe to make sure you don't miss any of our future episodes. And while you're at it, go ahead and leave us a review. That not only helps us out, but it helps others discover great interviews just like this one.